The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless of course you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. everyone, and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. This is ReviewParty.com, the only, well, the one and only podcast that reviews reviews. Nobody the, else. This for, nobody else is doing this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, wait, it's, it's a, it's a burn we bear, you know, the, 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 whoever's up there, up in space, giving out humans <laughs> commands or, or whatever, uh, society believes you know and he gave us the mission he said boys you have to reviews reviews and we said you know what uh okay okay it's I, it's, thinking, I mean i would rather bear a burden than burden a bear <laughs> am i right i don't know i don't <laughs> know about you. that <laughs> thank you i don't want to inconvenience a bear is all i'm saying <laughs> To see well, a guess, bear disappointed in you, that would was just... Yeah, imagine if Pooh oh, Bear was disappointed in you. That's that's the whole point of Pooh, is he couldn't never be disappointed in anything. Right. He's just so zen. Imagine Pooh Bear being <laughs> just like, oh, I don't I don't know about... How does Pooh talk? That's the not Pooh. Think, think, think. I don't know about that, Robin. And today we discovered that... Robin. Christopher, I want some honey... I guess that mine's not that bad. I just no. haven't heard him in a while. I I guess. Oh, you go. you ever see the the Christopher Robin the new live action one with uh with you and Obi- yeah Obi Wan Kenobi in I it? I haven't seen it yet. No, I oh, I'm interested. It's a treat. It's a treat. I, I end up watching it. It's a cute I'm... little, lots of reverence for for Pooh Bear. I think Good. for sure. It's definitely made for you know how the uh, where the wild things are movie is definitely not a kids movie. It's more of a movie like about being mm-hmm. a kid. It's kind of like that. Yes. It's just a, a movie about being a stuffy old guy. <laughs> okay. And there's, I think there's a little bit of that, a little bit of old Obi-Wan Kenobi Robin and all of us. And with that, uh, that's the perfect segue into this review for uh, Laffy Taffy Candy Jar Banana, oh. 145 count. It's from Amazon. This is an Amazon's oh. choice, folks. Oh. This is an Amazon choice we're dealing with here. Uh, 145 individual banana laffy taffies. That's a lot of jokes. That is a lot of jokes, <laughs> too. That's uh, 295. No. 90. 290 jokes there. Right? Yeah. You can't expect me to do math off the clock. <laughs> Sorry. When review, when review party's going, all brain cells are set to comedy. That leaves like half a brain cell for math. On with the review. This review is written by R. He titles it. <laughs> His name's Delicious. Just R. It's just a capital R. <laughs> uh, he titles it, he or she titles it, Delicious and Fresh. <laughs> Wonderful. I thought they were stale at first, but realized later it must have been because they were so cold. In room temperature, they are as fresh as can be. Five stars. <laughs> 
Seven people found this helpful. <laughs> That's, these people never watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Talking about these, that for the second week in a row. These people, they think Wendy's is full of shit. <laughs> right? Wendy's is fresh, never frozen. But with Laffy Taffy, <laughs> post-thaw, it's as fresh as can be. <laughs> yeah, you put it in your pocket, it'll get all warm and oh, chewy. Oh, that's great, though. That is exactly. when you got all that warm, forgotten Laffy Taffy is a treat. Do you like banana Laffy Taffy? I know that's decisive. A I do like banana Laffy Taffy. I am not opposed to the artificial banana flavor. I recognize I that it is it. distinctly different than regular banana flavor, but there's something nostalgic about a banana popsicle. It makes me think like I, I'm visiting someone in the hospital. And I got <laughs> someone gave me a banana popsicle for something. Yeah, I, oh yeah. You know what I really like? The bubblegum popsicle flavor. Ooh, popsicles in general. Which is definitely not bubblegum, but delicious Something different, yeah. Just now, popsicles are something that aren't fresher after they're frozen. <laughs> no, you don't Unless want you're lucky. I guess that's how you get fresh Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah, in the, in the tubes, too. The freeze pops. The tubes. You know what I just had a, a great idea for? And you know what? Now that I've already had this idea. It was like a Nick Jr. like, here's a fun activity where you like use Kool-Aid to make like little popsicles in the oh. ice tray. What if you just cut up, I was thinking, you know, just cut up some popsicles and use them as ice cubes in a Kool-Aid drink. Uh-huh. Or even an alcoholic Kool-Aid drink if you want to, you know, we're crazy. That's, I'm sorry, my mind, <laughs> my mind just went back in time both like about a week and many years because same, simultaneously simultaneously because recently i thought of something that would be great to talk about on our little show here and it was something that had happened years in the past and then today i couldn't remember what it was but you just reminded me when you oh, said kool-aid wow on my school bus when i was in elementary school okay. <laughs> this girl would sell homemade pixie sticks that she <laughs> just she took plastic straws Filled uh-huh. them with the Kool-Aid mix and held the ends over a candle to melt it shut. And she would sell these on the school bus. Oh, oh. Here's where I'm at. There's a, <laughs> there's so many things that come to my mind. One, I think <laughs> it might be cheaper just to get pixie sticks and resell them. Uh, you might That might be more profitable. Two, Kool-Aid packets do taste hella good. But I don't. They don't taste anything like pixie sticks. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I uh, haven't had straight Kool Aid long enough. But I guess Kool Aid <laughs> packets do be like 15 cents. How many straws are you getting out of a 15 cent Kool Aid packet? I can't imagine that many. Right. It's just a little bit. <laughs> I thought yeah. she put some sugar in it, with it, but no. I think because how expensive are pixie sticks? They it can't be more than a dollar for a huge pack of those yeah. nasty little birds. Yeah, or even the jumbo ones. I can't believe I've ever <laughs> consumed one of those jumbo ones. <laughs> As a child, I, I can think there's probably a handful of times where I just consumed one of those jumbo pixie sticks in a sitting. How did I know? If I did that now, I'd straight up puke. I would uh, vomit on the spot. I would get up and brush my teeth. Well, I would have to like rinse my mouth out a lot and then brush and my I, teeth. You know what? You know what a little freak I was. I probably washed it down with Kool-Aid. Yeah. Coca-Cola, soda, pop, whichever uh, you want to call it, listening soda. audience. 
Bodabob. Now that's one argument I can't get behind. The soda versus pop thing. It's like just just accept that where it's called different stuff in different places. It's Why situational it for me. I'll say I'll say all I of them. For me, it's kind of generational. I feel like soda is what me and like people my age call it where I'm from, and like pop is what my parents call it. Hmm. Soda just sounds cooler to me. Yeah. And pop is like, if I was talking to a kid, I might ask if they want some pop. I'm talking to, you know, man to man, (laughs) hermano, hermano. I would say, you want a soda, bro? (laughs) Okay. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I think I lean on pop, but I'm I'm not, you know, prejudiced against any. A pop is the classically the Midwestern term for it, right? Yeah, I think so. We I mean we we can all agree that it's not Coke. Coke <laughs> yeah. is not every soda. It's not clear Coke. <laughs> oh, you want a Coke? What kind? That's insane to me. The light. You got another review before yeah, anyway, you as long as we're, any further? As long as we're casting our memories back, I've got an Amazon review here for the three D simulation bread shape plush pillow. Uh Comma, soft butter toast bread food cushion stuffed toy for home decor. <laughs> uh-huh. And Amazon user Kai Thiessen titles her review, I love it. She writes, I've had mine for a couple of months now. It didn't need to set out to return to its normal shape or size once I had gotten it. I honestly love it. I sleep with it every night, and out of the things that remind me of my now ex, this is the one thing that won't be getting stuffed in his box of crappy memories 10 out of 10 would buy again 10 out of 10 would recommend five stars and it's a pillow that just looks like bread why is that that does not add anything to the review you freak <laughs> those may be harsh words but i don't know i guess i'm feeling kind of harsh you just you're... <laughs> i'm sure it's a nice cushion and I'm sure that's a nice lady that wrote this review. You taking the side of the X? Is that what's going on? <sighs> I don't know. I just don't give it when I'm this. I don't, I don't want a soapbox here, but when I'm getting on a you know reading reviews, seeing if I want to purchase this product through what other people think about it, I don't really give a shit if your ex <laughs> dumped you or not. <laughs> what she's saying is that this is good enough that even though it reminds right. her. She's still hanging on to it. I don't know. Get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's Boy. what grown-ups do. They fucking, like, get over it. I I don't know. Maybe I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood tonight. We're recording at a, a much different time than we do. We are. So maybe things are different. Hey. Maybe the moon is striking me instead of the morning sun, and I've become a different podcasting creature. I'll ride that energy. All right. You yeah, know sure. Sure. Kai, Kai, you should just torch it. Like the rest of the stuff that I mean, it's off. already sort of burnt, right? It's <laughs> it toast. is a, a toast cushion. <laughs> Bring it to the next level. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be uh, the type of person who carries around a bread. I I was thinking, why not just like bring it to Goodwill and buy a new one? But that, I guess that's crazier than just holding on to it. But it depends on what other shit she just couldn't. Was there some spatula she can't fucking use anymore? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's got sentimental value with her ex. Yeah, they were all about bread and cooking. <laughs> and butter. Oh. Why, are you disgusted by that? 
I'm just picturing all the other food-themed items around the house that aren't actually food that this this couple once had. Avocado bookends, salt shakers, salt and pepper shakers that uh, look like little apples. <laughs> you ever seen those? Yeah, they have an egg timer that looks like an egg. Uh, <laughs> with a little chick that pops up when it's done. Um, yeah, definitely fruit. And to bring it to another level... They have plastic fruit on their table. They have uh, fruit that isn't fruit. I want to move away from these people then. <laughs> uh, I. You ever feel plastic food? The, yeah. Like when, it's it's such a sensory bl- blowout because it's not how you expect. You grab a bunch of grapes and it feels so alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the squishy, squishy things. But. I imagine it's like that when you feel this toast cushion for the first time. They can't feel anything like toast. Ah, it feels like cushion. I mean, I, I think you know what kind of pillow it is where it's just like squishy. Right. It's got memory foam. Memories, like stretchy yeah. spandex. It's just printed to look like bread. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just probably a little soft. You know, it's probably nice. Yeah. If I'd I probably want park bread- my keister in that. I would have like a giant slice of bread. Just make make a sandwich out of me anytime I'm going to bed. That's what I would do. A big a lettuce blanket. <laughs> oh yeah, what about the people that dress up their dogs as like tacos? They got little taco sweaters on them. But you don't want that. You want an actual giant piece of bread that's yep. put into a giant toaster, warmed to perfection, and then you want to take a little nappy under it. Well, that would be very soothing. Yeah. Oh, but I don't know. Would the would the crust be too crusty on your little ha- on your little arms and legs? I got a real sensitive skin, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I. What, you would need some sort of proxy. I guess you could say I'm waffling on this. <laughs> oh, that's almost a good pun. That's <laughs> almost. <laughs> You should have shifted the conversation to breakfast a little more and then went for it, I feel should like. Should have. I should have. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Uh, what? I want a giant cooked egg and I want to split the yolk. Like the <laughs> yolk is like the size of a car. I just want to push on it. And then get a nice big fork and big spoon and eat the inside. Yeah. Or a big piece of toast and dab it up. There, there we go. Egging in a basket. Okay. <laughs> I want an egging in the basket the size of a fucking tractor trailer. <laughs> well, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, you listen. I, I'm. You're hungry. How about you? Hungry for this? Hungry for a big review? I usually bring kind of shorties. I guess those are usually just the ones that grab me. You know. Mm-hmm. Usually, I just think the. The long ones tend to be kind of too convoluted to be funny a lot of times. But I got a nice beefy one here for us to dig into. Uh, Feed me the beef. Yeah, and it's definitely something uh, that you can get full off of. This is a review from Amazon for Soylent Green. Oh. The the movie with Charlton Heston. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mercy Me writes, It's happening now in front of our eyes. Uh Okay, I'll, I'll I'll speed through it. Bear with me. Okay. It's worth it. I remember watching this at its original opening and being by... 
and being moved by Edwin Jean Robertson's character Saul at the death in a euthanasia center. The world is a desolate place and depleted of resources and stripped of all beauty, a grim life for a majority of people living in their cars in abject poverty. Trees exist only in museums. There is no grain anywhere. Surviving on nutrition crackers made from plankton or soybeans. As he dies, he is shown an IMAX-like presentation of nature's former beauty, a beauty his life transitioned through on his present bleak and desperate existence. And he lived that past and the slow destruction of a paradise. And it was a slow destruction of a world just a short time ago. Charlton Heston's character stares aghast as he watches his friend and mentor deliberately end his life as he views the scenes of nature that we, for the moment, take for granted. They are gone already in their future, and Heston's character, viewing pastoral scenes of forest and ocean, says, How could I have known? How could I have known? And I quietly wept at both the performance and the meaning of this scene. To... <laughs> <laughs> And as I quietly wept the, at the, both the performance and the meaning of the scene, two immensely fat women sat behind <laughs> me and laughed out loud as Saul reveals that the new green crackers are made from recycled humans. Uh, aside here, the you know, the titular soil and green is people. Before I die, this world will have tripled in population. Tripled. Forget the burning forest, forget the melting ice, forget that the temperature reaching record highs year after year, forget the conflicts over resources that are already like hands at the throat of our civilization. Whoa. That number exceeds what the planet can replace year by year in degrees and magnitude, and it doesn't matter if the results are not exactly as depicted on film, we and we have and we are the only way to a world no one will want to live in. And I can't see a day when someone else will say, well, how could I have known? How could I have known? The world here presented by this film is authentic. If anything, it's the most visionary of possible realities that are coming for this overburdened world. I remember in The Matrix, Agent Smith talking to quote-unquote Morpheus and explaining that human <laughs> humanity is like a virus. Moving into an area, spreading until the host body dies, and then moving to a new environment to destroy... We are going to get a phone call someday that will go something like, Hey, Earth, this is God. I want all you people off the property by the end of the month. I have some people who are interested in it. And you're not going to get your security deposit back either. Just saying. This movie will give you a... This movie will give you a very good idea of what we're in for one way or the other. Five stars. Have you ha have you been devastated by this review? Uh that <laughs> I don't even <clears throat> Yeah, I'm devastated like our natural <laughs> earth is been devastated mother nature is devastated by her unruly children. <laughs> I just feel like saying <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, I do care. I care about the earth for sure. But this is this is the equivalent of you passing somebody by. Hey, how how's it going? 
and them just unloading. Actually, the world is being destroyed slowly, and we're to blame. Let me tell you about it for the next 20 minutes. Hey, buddy. No, this is I. So what you're picturing is this guy somehow found himself in front of an auditorium of people and just rants of this, and the camera angles are really dramatic, and the music is rising. He's sweating and ranting about how the world likes beauty and Charlton Heston rocks, and then (laughs) it pans. It finally he finishes, and it pans to the audience, and they're all just like, some guy just stands up and goes, "I don't care." Yeah, that would be really cool. Get the hell off the stage. I just, wow. Just wow. Yeah, he's he really let it out. He let it all out, you know. He really he really t- he really b- went full boomer on us. And possibly the most striking thing about it is <laughs> the detail that it was too fat women sitting behind him <laughs> who, are, who are laughing and maybe that's part of the you know additional commentary that yeah he's been carrying that on his shoulder that chip on his shoulder for years it's been breaking his back but people like you are the problem consuming <laughs> consuming consuming this is again a guy that thinks he's the joker i'm sure i could look in this person's reviews and find they if they reviewed the jer- Joker, they loved it. Ugh. <laughs> I, I I don't even need to talk about it. We know how yeah. I feel. <laughs> you know you know how we feel about this boomer. Yeah, I think just reading the review is right enough. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I really like when uh, God says just saying. <laughs> God I think seems ju- like like a decent enough landlord, even if we're not going to get our security deposit back. Like, thanks for the heads up, man. He's just saying. I just saying is the dumbest thing anyone ever says. <laughs> what are you just saying? What is the only thing you are saying? He's full so fucking. It's uh, it's just a stupid thing to say. Are you saying that? Are you only saying that? You fucking moron. That's how. I, <laughs> that's what I want to say to people that say just saying. But I I can't be antagonistic. You know, real life isn't a podcast, right? <sighs> and that's why we need a little a little break. Let's take a breather. Take a breather before maybe maybe in the second half we'll like some of the reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Craig review or something to, to put a good taste back in our mouth. Anyway, see you on the other side. Let's go. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbuddy.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to Great Reviews of History. History, history, history. Ish. It's an ish today, because what I looked up, technically, it's hard to review something uh, like this, because it didn't really get tried out 100%. I guess we know the review. Anyway, it's the Titanic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. So I have some similar to our Hindenburg stuff. The Hindenburg actually, you know, made some trips before it went kablooey. Titanic. People are having some good times on that bad boy. Yeah, not so much on the Titanic. That said, so so what I found isn't necessarily reviews, more like previews and descriptions, but still from newspapers from March of 1912. So we're we're hitting the hits here. Uh, let me just just spin a few yarns for you. Titanic sails on maiden trip. Southampton, April 10th. Carrying a full complement of passengers, the gigantic new White Star Line steamship Titanic sailed out of port today on a maiden voyage to New York. Thousands of spectators gathered to witness the departure, which was marked by the firing of salutes and the dipping of flags by all the shipping in the harbor. I don't know what that really means. The shipping in the harbor. I guess all the boats. The Titanic is the sister ship of the Olympic Placed in commission last year, she is 640 feet in length and has a displacement of 60,000 tons. She is literally a floating hotel provided with dancing rooms, smoking rooms, cafes, a library, and even a garden of oriental palms and beds of roses and carnations. A swimming tank and a skating rink are among her other features. Wow. Uh, Another thing says... It's furnished in Jacobian, Georgian, Louis XIV, and other well-known styles. Turkish baths, a gymnasium, machines for taking riding and rowing exercises, and a square racket court. Timorous passengers are comforted by the assurance that an arrangement of watertight compartments makes the vessel practically unsinkable. (laughs) And one of the craziest things I find in one of these old newspapers, it almost looks like people were scalping tickets. (laughs) Literally. Special. We have two good single rooms at reasonable rates on the Titanic (laughs) from Southampton, September 25th. Richmond Transfer Company, 803 East Main Street, Richmond, Virginia. Phone, 767. So they're trying to sell. (laughs) Like, this is a newspaper from March. I bet the Titanic is like, hey, write a a bitch in review for us. We'll slip you some ticks. (laughs) Yeah, give them to your your readers. Anyway, we know what happens. The dang thing sank. Uh, They cracked in half like a fucking giant egg bed. That's your your great review in history, but I, on the same page as one of these these Titanic articles, or maybe it was one of them that was reporting uh, the the slow descent to the bottom of the ocean. I saw this other article, which I'll call a review of young people in New York City, circa nineteen twelve. Cool. This is your real <laughs> review, a uh, great review of history. Title. Rowdies in the making. <laughs> oh, it's so old-timey already. Yes. Be, be prepared, people. The annual report of the city magistrates, while showing a decrease of 70,000 arrests from the preceding year, dwells with grave emphasis on that, quote, menacing army of young men and boys between 16 and 25 who are the most troublesome elements we have to deal with, without reverence for anything, devoid of respect for the law, subject to no parental control, 
cynical, viciously wise beyond their years, <laughs> utterly regardless of the rights of others, firmly determined not to work for a living, terrorizing the occupants of public vehicles, disturbing the peace of neighborhoods, having no regard for common decency. The, a bunch of a bunch of smart asses. It sounds like. Yeah, just just wait till you you hear their their hijinks and tricks. <laughs> This is a true like, and like little devils, devils they are with their little the, tricks. The little dickens. <laughs> this is a true and unsparing characterization of a type everybody in New York. Wow! See- what a bold statement. <laughs> the type everybody in New York sees only too often in public places. <laughs> Last year, we made special efforts to drive him out of trolley cars and trains with considerable success. But the worst of this class is that it is constantly being recruited from younger boys who begin by merely being frolicsome and noisy in public places, grow bolder and harder as they grow older, and eventually become full-fledged rowdies or Rowdies, criminals. with a capital <laughs> R. They are difficult to deal with. They spring from conditions hard to readjust. The public, however, has one rod for them, which it too often forgets to use. One frequently sees half a dozen young boys in a trolley car or a park deliberately behaving like animals solely to attract attention and, quote, show off. Too often older people sitting by smile and snicker and watch with interest. This is just what the boys want. (laughs) They redouble their efforts. Out of this class grow hoodlums. Wow, there, there's a whole Digimon evolution chart of yeah. scoundrels. <laughs> Plain disgust or indifference would go some way at least toward discouraging beginners in this sorry class. Nothing kills like contempt. Wow, this is dramatic. Uh, that's it. They're just showing, yeah. they're, they're saying you need to show these boys contempt. I Man. There's always boomers, huh? <laughs> there, apparently there's always been a grumpy older generation. Yeah. Oh, these boys. It's it's so cyclical. It's <laughs> it's alarming. It's alarming how a little bit. With all the if you took all that old timey language and, and turned it into phrases we use today, it would just sound like any Christian mom clickbait bullshit. <laughs> like Yeah, I it's it, it's <laughs> It's both hilarious and painful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to come to terms with that fact of the cyclical nature of stuffy old people and annoying little brats. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> this, this is in a newspaper. <laughs> and if they participate in such forbanned behavior, they will unto digivolve into ultimate scoundrels. At which time they will grow mechanized limbs and missiles to terrorize onlookers. Do not laugh or show your digicrest, or they may scoundrel-volve into their megaform. Derelicts. <laughs> I gotta hate those derelicts. Yeah, goddamn derelicts standing around. You know, those, those ditch diggers. I guess using, we need them. Using their, their signature move. Loiter. <laughs> what are you doing over there playing grab ass oh man i always and i i always feel the grip of this too 
Like when when I am at work and I see some kids screwing around and loitering, there's a part of me that reaches out and is like, "Go tell them to buzz off." <laughs> and then I, but uh, thankfully, it's still the part the part of me that's cool, the cool uncle part of me is still very strong and goes, "No, no, no, you're just being crabby." Yeah, the, the rowdy. They're, just, they're not bugging anybody. Leave them alone. The rowdy within the, you. <laughs> the rowdy within me. You can take the the boy out of the rowdy, but you can't take the rowdy out of the boy. I was no, one of no. them. I was almost scoundrel level. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found a few other of these interesting old-timey articles. Do you think we we have time today, or oh. should we save these oh, for future? Let's do, let's do one more. Let's do, do one, one more. more. Okay, this one is great. It's a little shorter, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Strap in, folks. Some more old-timey language. <clears throat> headline. Or it's it's a small story, so not, I guess, I don't know if that's called a headline or byline. Title. Monocle Dandied Accused of Theft. Subtitle. <laughs> Alleged Kleptomaniac Arrested at Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, April 10th. Lyman Koval, claiming to be the scion of a wealthy family of Philadelphia, was arrested today for an alleged theft committed in a hotel. He was fashionably dressed affected a monocle and, it is alleged, purloined articles without regard to their usefulness, his loot consisting in part of women's apparel. (laughs) The prisoner's parents telegraphed that they believed him to be suffering from mental disorder. Koval is being held for examination. So this this dude went on a panty raid and he was so embarrassed (laughs) that he pretended to be insane. Maybe... (laughs) Uh, he had a he had a monocle though. That's <laughs> that's yeah. That's as cool as hell. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> it's very very dapper. Very dapper. Oh, the classic monocle panty raid, sir. <laughs> a uh, <laughs> a topical move, <laughs> bringing it back. I see. I love the throwbacks. That's what, it, if I caught him, that's what I would say, because I'm uh-huh. a cool uncle cop. Right, yeah, you, you, this rowdy dandy is just <laughs> fine by you. Right, you uh, would have to play the I'm insane, actually, card. Actually, I, I wanted these panties because I'm insane. I guess <laughs> I, it is full well possible, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say that maybe just 1912 America wasn't ready for a guy who maybe wanted some women's clothes. Potentially, well, he was stealing them to sell them. Uh, potentially he was stealing them to wear himself. He's he's they say he's fashionably dressed. That's strange that they make a point of saying he's both fashionably this, dressed and affecting a monocle. Yeah, this this young but man was a a bit of a dandy. Here's the say. sticker. I, he, uh, I support his lifestyle choices. He Maybe, stole you know, the ends justify the means. He, he stole articles without regard for their usefulness. No, he see He's that's just uses. the close-minded 1912 boomer rag He's you're reading, got dude. Uses. He, yeah, he could wear those. He, he could wear he them. Could string them up like a flag on a little flagpole. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would blow people's minds in 1912. Yeah, imagine you're at summer camp and there's a rival girls' cabin across the way. Ugh. you go and panty raid them. And string, string up all up. their panties on the on the flagpole. Classic gag. This guy's way ahead of his time. That's like a nineteen eighties <laughs> movie joke. This guy's awesome. What? They didn't say his name, huh? Remain anonymous. Uh, no, 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 no. We've got uh, a name. Oh, give it to me. <clears throat> what was it? 
Lyman Koval. That's right, Lyman. Claiming to be the scion of a wealthy family of Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah, I, I want to go to Lyman's rich dad's house, fucking get wasted. Yeah, the, Sounds like a cool he's weekend. He's a party animal. Yeah, you know, this guy's a party animal. He went he went all the way to New York to raid some panties from a rich people hotel. What, well, some rich girl panties? He's he tired do what of he do. He do what he do. And, you know, maybe he's a huge pervert. And maybe <laughs> he's a criminal. But it, it takes a village, you know. <laughs> gotta stop those rowdies. Yeah, gotta. I'm I'm team rowdy. <laughs> Let's get rowdy, boys. Uh, I got a Yelp review, dude. Yelp me with it. It is from Joanna M. She is reviewing a little restaurant called Bobby Salazar's Mexican Foods. Uh, it is of Fresno, a Fresno, <laughs> of Fresno, <laughs> California. Uh, Joanna, by the way, is an elite 2020. Hey, um, she writes, a friend and I had dinner here after getting a massages next door. She had the shrimp cocktail and I had the beef tostada. She ordered the large shrimp cocktail because one, she was hungry. And two, the waitress said there was over 10 shrimp in it. We got nice. our food, and there was not 10 shrimp in her cocktail, LOL. And my tostada had tons of lettuce on top of it. Three stars. <laughs> Why is it so funny? I don't know. Yeah, this, <laughs> I just, this one just really grabbed me for some the reason. The waitress got you. <laughs> I think she's pissed. That knocked some two people... stars off. Yeah, I, the lettuce, I... I'm not. A Did fan she not? Of that. She not? Yeah, I couldn't. I think. I guess she doesn't like the lettuce. I like a little salad on top of my. I like food. a little, but I don't want an overwhelming amount. She did say tons. Yeah. I so don't I want... guess the the lack mm. of shrimp knocked off the star. The ton of lettuce knocked off the star. <laughs> but one, she was really hun- hungry. Pass her some of that lettuce. Lettuce is deceptively filling. Yeah, you pile enough in you. You can. Uh, yeah, really drop it right in the up. old cocktail sauce. Mix it up. If you're really That's hungry, the meal. I mean, I guess ten shrimp, and if it's a cocktail, they're probably somewhat sizable shrimp. I yeah, they better be jumbo. I could eat about I think six hundred jumbo shrimp <laughs> in a sitting. Yeah, I I would have ordered maybe a shrimp cocktail and another like a small right. salad or a side app or something like that. If you're that hungry, but I don't know how. Would I feel like eating after? I guess I'd feel like eating after a massage more than before a massage. Oh yeah, that's really what I guess gripped me first. The I, the inclusion of they got a massage next door, and then you go out to eat. I don't know that that juxtaposition uh, is a mm, little strange. Just got just got rubbed down. Time to fill my mouth with shrimp. I'm feeling loosey goosey. I I got a shrimp up, sister. <laughs> I am so famished after that muscle beating. I just took that muscle torquing. Mm. I just honestly, that makes me. I just want some big-handed fucking bozo to torque my shoulders, dude. I am so sore. First thing I'm doing after this, after this Corona bullshit, is getting a beastly massage, and maybe Heck I'll go yeah. get a shrimp cocktail after. I want to go to that. That Korean spa where the guy saw the naked guy and didn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Korean spa would hit the spot so bad right now. Naked guys are not. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm prepared either way. Yeah, I see a naked guy, you know, it's to be expected. I don't see a naked guy, hey, bonus. You know, it's not really going to affect my stars. No, no, I know what I'm getting myself into. <sighs> they did not. They did not. Uh, as long as we're nautical and, and the shrimp, I've got a review from designtoscano.com. Uh, it's it's a website where they sell things that you'll see in magazines and you'll think, people actually buy this stuff? Uh, so what I have specifically now is a review for Medium medium Leaping Sea Dolphin Statue. And this dolphin is 34 inches high. It's a dolphin statue 34 inches high. That's just under 3 feet high. It's a, it's a medium. Wow. It's a Yoda-sized dolphin, dolphin. statue. For $215 at present, but let me let me get to the review. Uh, Regina One from Minneapolis, Minnesota writes, Made in the Philippines and looks like it from the quality. The, quote, very intelligent eyes they advertise consist of two black painted circles with two smaller painted white dots on the black circles. The eyes on either side do not match each other and makes it look like an extremely cheap piece. With appearance... She, she does that with a appearance that it should not have been worth more than $150 to $200 max just for the size and shape of the body shape, which is fine. I have made many purchases from Toscana Designs in the past and have never been disappointed before. I have purchased Mermaid Table, two Fanny the Fairies, small bear cubs on a log, two fawns, <laughs> wolf in sheep's clothing, Chico the chimpanzee with a tail, angels and fairies. But this is the worst piece I have purchased and the most expensive and nothing worth the original price of $449 or the sales price of $349 or the purchase price I paid of $349 uh, plus 20% discount. This was not even close to the quality of my other purchases. Don't recommend others to make this purchase like I did. Now I will think harder before I make any further purchase for Toscano if I ever do again. One star. Who died and made this grumpy old lady a dolphin statue expert? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she like, she Karen way I up. Mean, I, I mean, hate to go for the easy, easy <laughs> joke, but when she says it, was, it wasn't worth the original price or the discounted price or the discounted price with the coupon that I got, oh, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't worth any of that. Uh, you know what? I got what? another review for this product oh, that's going to no. put you in a great place. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a review from Chuck. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better already, doesn't it? One Chuck 1,234. Chuck writes, it was a birthday present for my wife. It was one of those unexpected presents that she didn't ask for, but I knew she wanted one. <laughs> she loved it. Five stars. <laughs> Chuck's awesome. Yeah, he is. Chuck rules. He he saw it. He's like, oh my goodness, what? He really loves his wife. He saw that. And he's like, oh my goodness, she would. I she needs that. I almost just pictured Chuck not even browsing the website, just sort of standing one day in the kitchen, and maybe he looks at his wife, and then stares off into space, and it it just hits him. She love a dolphin statue. <laughs> I'm gonna find one. And he got a great one. He got a great yeah. one. You can get it for like you can get it like fifty dollars off with coupons and shit. <laughs> you get it so discounted. <laughs> Thanks, Regina. 
I mean, Regina is a uh, a sort of bounty hunter of these glass animals, according <laughs> she, to her she list. Bought so many chimpanzee without tail. <laughs> She's got two Fanny the fairies. Two, so, what do you need fucking two Fanny the fairies for, lady? Maybe she's just that cute. I don't know. I don't know. What, does she keep one in the box? Collect her fucking Star Wars set, Star Wars action figure style? Could be. Could be that one, she's just... One Fanny for display, one Fanny to keep in the Keep in the that closet. Fanny for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that Fanny's going to skyrocket in price, brother. Mm-hmm. Fanny mm-hmm. the Fairy. A $300 Fanny the Fairy today is a... $20,000 Fanny the, the Fairy tomorrow. Fanny of the future. Yeah, Jay-Z has a, a song about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I almost feel bad for, for somebody who spends as much money on silly stuff like that. No, uh, I don't. Maybe, I mean, she's, I'm sure she's, she's loaded. She's, yeah. yeah, she's got the money. She's got a <laughs> sprawling estate with just baubles and, and gizmos baubles and statues. And trinkets. She's got a. What's that little? Oh, we've spent enough a, time in the bauble room. Let me show you the trinket room. <laughs> uh, per, perhaps you're more of a doodad person. Click, click, click. Her heels around the high, the tile, the marble floor. Yeah, her house looks click, like click. fucking Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's house. Just except like, with with gnomes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, except instead of just like minimalist like white walls looks like a just like a so sterile it's that plus hundreds of creepy little statues of animals and people i i i will admit i've i've got some creepy uh like statuettes that maybe i i haven't purchased any in a while so so i'm not i don't think i'm gonna become one of those old people who just has shelves my uh this is I'm sure any family listening is thinking of uh, my my late grandmother who co- had a massive collection of both snowman statues and heart statues, like heart memorabilia, like the and band. No, not the nice. band thing. Like like the shape of Just a heart. Hearts. Just heart like yeah, cool. Right, yeah. She uh, and she would. They had a huge fireplace and like. For half the year, it would be snowmen, and the other half, it would be hard stuff. And it Seasonally, was, I can I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I think. And that stuff was distributed evenly throughout the children. <laughs> of course. I, oh, she also had a massive mug collection. I have a nice little snowman mug to remember mm. her by. But yeah, so I know, I know one of these people, <laughs> and I, my grandma was a little calmer about it. Didn't have the full catalog to check off, but... uh. Yeah, I don't think you could get quite there. I think if you collected something, it'd be it'd be quite sweet, like like my granny. Yeah, I've got a a wooden. It's just like a bald man. He was possibly playing a, a saxophone at one point, but his hands are now empty, and so it's just a, a bald man with his <laughs> mouth sort of like an O shape, and his hands in front of him. Yeah, clutching some invisible clutching, saxophone, clutching his dreams as they escape him. That's that new uh, dis- that Pixar movie coming out, Soul, right? Exactly. Yeah, that it's based on this wooden statue. That guy that gets totally owned. And they make him, and then he has to find his body. Oh, you ready? You ready to plug this out? Let's plug it up. 
let's plug this son of a bitch up. Thank you, listener, for listening to ReviewParty.com. We got new episodes every Tuesday morning. So uh, tune in, tune in. This is episode 20 frickin' 7. Wow. We, we've been at this for half a year now, right? I think so. Well yeah. over. Well over. Kicking butt, taking names. If you want to keep more track of our butt-kicking shenanigans, uh, you can check us out on social media. You can check out our website, reviewparty.com.com. What's, what's our social media tags? You've got them, you got them dialed in. I know you that. You can go to the Twitter at review party pod and the instagram at reviewparty.com follow us there pay attention maybe you can figure out like who's at the helm of which one and you'll feel like an insider because you know us so well so well do it do it do it do it dare you you can also go to reviewparty.com.com find all of our episodes there find the blog there ladies and gentlemen i've been writing some potentially you could call them serious blog posts about the origin of five-star reviews the origin of thumbs ups oh if you want to get learned about this stuff check out the blog or subscribe to the after party review which you can do on our home page just to get a little heads up when we're throwing stuff your way one of those heads ups probably going to be hey our shop now includes items from amazon that we feature on the show so if you want whatever garbage things we talk, if you want 145 <laughs> banana Laffy Taffies in your life, we're going to send you the link and you can get it in your life. Easy, easy money for me, for for everybody. Uh, subscribe wherever you're listening. Spotify, iTunes, all types of places. Spotify has notifications now. You can turn those bad little puppies on, get a nice little reminder sometime Tuesday that, hey, a new episode's out. Uh, if you'd like to send us an review to feature in the show, we would absolutely love to have it. Please send an email with a hyperlink to that review to reviewparty.com at gmail.com with your name because we'd love to give you some credit. Uh, and most importantly, if you have a friend who loves comedy podcasts and you had a good time today, why not recommend them this episode? And it, wow, you have something to talk about. And yeah. friendship blossoms and soon you're married. You have hundreds of children with a review party to thank. Some, you got Fanny the Fairies in your house. You've got everything you ever <laughs> wanted. you got at least three, three, four Fanny Fairies. Uh, speaking of three, four Fanny Fairies, very big <laughs> thanks to our buddies Nosebleeds for letting us use their jam bread for breakfast. You can find them and more of their great tunes on Spotify. Just search for Nosebleeds, one word. I think that's all the plug-in we got, sir. Heck yeah. You got a, you got a review to play us out here? I do. Uh... <clears throat> That final review of the week, one for you to think on, one for you to dwell on, one to one to just sit with and ponder. This is an Amazon review for the Acer K202 HQL Abbey 19.5 inch HD monitor, HDMI and VGA port, black. Amazon user Jeffrey Cohen titles his review, It's good, and writes, I like it, but the quality is bad. Four stars. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, take it He's easy out there. Spinning me in circles. <laughs> I'm Brent. I'm Matt. This has been ReviewParty.com. Take it easy out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs>